old chap. You're listening to Through Imperialize, the show where we sit down and talk about Star Wars news one week at a time. I am your host, Brayden Ledbetter. I'm your co-host, Jackson Daylene. Now, would you believe me if I told you that took three takes to get right? <laughs> would you believe me if I told you that he almost just like wore all of his episode three gear out of spite yeah. just, to, just to have it on? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm currently wearing a shirt. It's a white long sleeve shirt, and it just says episode three. And I also have too, a black dad hat that is just episode three for no reason at all. It's just cool. I, I want one that's like in the episode font, but instead of like the Roman numerals, it's just a three. It's just like a dumb, boring, like. That actually like, might be kind of cool. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. It's <laughs> episode three. Nah, dude, you got to get one that's like Caravan of Courage. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But anyway, welcome back. We're here talking about some Star Wars, and we actually have a good amount of news to juicy news to get into this week, which is super exciting. Lots of stuff coming up and lots of stuff that has happened. But before we get into that, Jackson, what has your life been like for the past week? Mainly work, working on some movies. Um, Let me guess. Hold on. Let me guess. Not a crazy amount. Not a crazy amount. Oh, man. Your your, your signature tagline. I know. Well, you know what? Nothing fun has happened at the goodest of wills. Um, haven't gotten any new books from there and anything really. Nothing, nothing <laughs> Star Wars has come in. I did get some new black series. I got, um, <laughs> I may have spent like $70 buying uh, an Attack of the Clones and Anakin and Obi-Wan. You take a little adventure to Saga Toys? Maybe. And uh, <laughs> they had a, they were stocked up. All of their, so the aisle that's got all the Black Series, all mm-hmm. of the like, like the main section of it was mostly different figures. Oh. Uh, they had old Luke. They had um, two different versions of Kylo. They I had, gotta get an old Luke. They had a, uh, a Ray with a BB-8. Um, they had... Oh, I have the Ray with Dio. They had a cap. Yeah, they had a Captain Phasma. They had um, I'm trying to think behind the counter. They had I almost bought a Kane and Jarrus. That was what I was Ooh, deciding against. Was that a Kanan, been good. A Kanan or the Obi-Wan. But since they had the Obi-Wan behind the counter and then the last Anakin was on the sh- on the aisle like shelf. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll do both. I'll get I'll get that. And yeah, it was cool. They had that. And um I don't think they had anything else that really stood out. They had a Bo-Katan, which I almost debated. I've been looking for a Mando. That's the one I'm stuck on. Yeah, I um, think um friend of the show, my friend Steven, got a Mando and a little Grogu there at Saga Toys. Oh, he got one there? Oh, that's yeah. cool. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's kind of the plight. They did announce um, two new figures today. They did. Uh, they're doing the mandalorian version of ahsoka and uh they announced the death watch version uh mandalorian version the all blue one um which i'm excited for that was the one i was been wanting because the only death watch figure is from clone wars and it's like it's just like the early when like death watch first showed up it's the old design whereas like this is the now the live action one um which that'll be cool. I want like a man, like a Mandalorian, like all different types of Mandos. Um, you want to get the whole cast? Pretty much. I want like a Django and <laughs> yeah. uh, all of that. And then 
we'll be getting i know we'll be getting new boba fett soon oh uh, yeah dude. we're gonna be getting book of boba fett black series i'm sure within the next year mm-hmm. well um, they're already releasing the typhon one the nomad style where he oh, doesn't yeah. have the armor and then i think they'll release i think when book of boba fett comes out we'll get the the re-armored uh set it'll be like a deluxe set and it'll be his book of boba fett look do we have a is there a Fennec Shan black series yet? It, it just ca- it just, just came got out. announced actually. It'll be it'll probably be out by the start of next year. Cool. Um or the end of this year. Yeah, it, that was that was part that just got announced with the Cobb Vanth Deluxe and the one that's got uh Bib Fortuna and and all of that that they're really yeah. Well, we um, have so much to go through today that I like I didn't really include many toy stories. No, and toy you know what? stories. It, it's been here and there. They kind of just sporadically <laughs> announced them, so yeah. it's not really that much. Hard but, to keep up. Yeah. The last thing um, is that uh, I'm like 75 pages almost done until uh, with Heir to the Empire. Oh, uh, really, dude, I'm RFB really wants you to close. finish, dog. I know. I know. Um, so shout out RFB. Um, but as always. I am not very good at keeping up with my Star Wars work-life balance, but I do have a interesting thing to say. Is this guy, this 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 stormtrooper cutout that's sitting behind me right now, has probably jump scared me at least say. seventeen <laughs> times a day, and it I I never learn. I just gonna, never you're learn. Throw hands at this. I'm about to throw hands and fight this. <laughs> This stormtrooper cut out behind me. It is so terrifying when it's like pitch black in here. And I just see a figure like rimlet <laughs> by the moonlight. You hear like rustling and like crashing yeah, come dude. through and on the floor with it. It's wild. But um, yeah, that's really it. I've, I've been so. Here's what my like weekly for all of you who are like, Brayden, why don't you ever do anything outside the podcast? Come on, because this is basically my weekly schedule. I, um, I go to work at like I leave for work at like 630 a.m. I come home around 6.30 p.m. And then I um, chill and watch YouTube videos for like two hours and I fall asleep. And that's about my week. So I'm trying to I'm trying to do more. I'm trying to watch more. I really want to get a Rebels rewatch in because I have not gotten Rebels rewatched. And I would really like to talk about some Rebels here soon. You know, um, I, so I've talked to you about it, but I don't want to say what it is. I don't want to say I want it to be okay. a surprise. I know what but you're talking about. You, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm working on that. Yeah. I'm about I'm about halfway done, but I've been watching a lot of Rebels episodes to kind of inspire me about it and formulate that. So um, I understand that. I feel that. I, I have been in a mood to be like, oh, yeah. I should really sit down and just maybe re-burn we, maybe we it. should do like a little Rebels recap show here in a little bit. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed either. Well, if if you're listening right now and you're like, wow, that sounds like a good idea. They should do that. Let us know. Yeah, and please maybe do. we will. Maybe we need the the extra encouragement. Shoot us a message. Shoot us a tweet. Shoot us an Instagram. Whatever. Let us know if you want to see shoot, it. Shoot us. <laughs> shoot us. Just shoot us, please. We're begging you. Um, <clears throat> but all joking aside, I think it's time to get into these hefty, juicy yeah. news stories here because we have a. It's it's. This pattern of no news stories is finally starting to break. Yeah, um, right. So I think it's time to get into our first one of the day. We're getting to the good stuff, boys and girls and days and thems. Uh, so starting off, uh, our third wave of the Essential Legends collection uh, revealed its covers. Um, so uh, 
reminder the the books that are coming are john jackson miller's kenobi um uh jane lucino's darth plagueis uh michael a stackpole's wedges gamble which is the second entry in the rogue squadron series um drew karpishnin's uh dynasty of evil <laughs> which, karpishin 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 yeah. is dynasty of evil the third darth bane yep okay yeah third darth bane and then um that's all the books the covers are really cool um you know i keep thinking kenobi's my favorite one but i really like the darth plagueis one um yeah the darth plagueis one's really cool i do really so go ahead. i do really like the kenobi one though the kenobi one's different it's it's probably the it's the most outstanding one to me um, very outstanding out, outstanding um <laughs> <laughs> no, the Darth Plagueis one's cool. I love the the just kind of colors that they use for it. The the reds and grays that pop out. With I kind of like the theme they're going with. Excuse all my coughing and everything, by the way, everybody. I'm um, going through a little bit of an allergy fit right now. So if you hear me just going into the microphone, you wow. know exactly why. And I apologize. Um, I, I don't feel like editing them out. But I do like the theme they've been doing with these um, the Darth Bane line where it's very like sketch illustrated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's super cool. Um, and yeah, I really do like that Darth Plagueis cover. It's pretty sick. It's just like there's something about it that's just like regal is the word that pops in my head. Yeah. When I see it. And like, and like Plagueis in the background is like very Voldemort. Haunting. Yes. Yeah. yeah I agree. Really um, cool. And that, no, that'll be very cool. There's no bad covers in this lineup. Like they're mm. all sick. No, I, I think in the entire Essential Legends uh, collection, all of the covers are have just been yeah. out of the park. Outstanding. Outstanding. Um, but, um, what I was going to say is this might get me to read Darth Plagueis because I really would like to read I, I Darth Plagueis. I have Kenobi as an audiobook, and I think I will probably buy this version of darth plagueis and read that yeah i really i that is one that's been in on my my to read list if you will and obviously lately i have had no time to read but if i force myself to sit down for like an hour each night and knock out some of these books we can actually bring back imperial book club which we haven't done in like a month um that's all right we we are busy we're busy people, and we're trying to make time. Life is a thing, time. and you can't expect promises from Life us. Is, unless um, you you tell all of your friends and family to listen to us, so we can make this a full time yeah, job. We'll feel the pressure about it, and we'll yeah. right, then, then we'll we do can it, but. actually make money off this podcast. But anyway, until then, you work forty hours <laughs> at Goodwill and and YouTube shows. Um, That's right. These four books will be available to be purchased uh, April fifth, twenty twenty two. So keep an eye out whenever it's April. However long that is until then. Uh, but Six there months. Are tons of other Essential Legends collections out right now that you can check up on. I'm, I am actually using it to stand up my mic is uh, the Thrawn trilogy that I have have in the Essential Legends. That I'm you have reading. the whole set now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. yeah. You know what? I bought Dark Force Rising and Last Command at Barnes and Noble and spent like 40 bucks on it. Went to Target that night and found both copies for 12 bucks. Uh, yeah, that's, they yeah, get that's you. Right. I got them, oh, if you ever want affordable books, go to Target because they usually have some pretty good. Like, they usually mark down like all their books. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, they're very cool. So what's next? What we got well, next? Well, very, very cool. Um, up next, this is kind of an interesting thing. I don't know if anybody remembers all of the hubbub back in like 2018, 2019 with all of the Matt Smith rumors surrounding the Rise of Skywalker, but he actually sat down and kind of talked about some truth behind those rumors. And um, it was actually, he had a role that was canceled in The Rise of Skywalker, and apparently it was a big deal. So recently, uh, Matt Smith was a guest in the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, in which the host, uh, Josh Horowitz, asked him about his supposed Star Wars role. And when he asked if he had shot any scenes for this role, he said, quote, No, I didn't. That was, you know... We were, we were so close to being in it, but it never quite happened. I think the thing they were looking for me for, eventually the part became obsolete. They didn't need it, so I never got to be in Star Wars. So essentially, I'm guessing they had an idea for this character. A lot of... I remember a lot of news about like like behind-the-scenes pre-production stuff and script rewrites and all this kind of thing happened. I'm sure that's where this character got written out. Um, so... When he was asked about the possibility of, I remember the big rumor being, oh, he's going to be a young Palpatine. Yeah. And he uh, he responded with, I could not possibly say, but it was a pretty groovy thing. It was a pretty groovy part and concept. It was like a big thing. Yeah, it was a big story detail, like, uh, you know, transformative Star Wars story detail, but it never quite got over the line. It was like a big shift in the history of the franchise, which... Man, are we getting? Was it supposed to be like a time traveling Palpatine or something, or what's going on? Because like think, he's saying, like it's a big, you know, it would be like a rift in the space time continuum if it happened. I I think um, I almost wonder if he would have been involved with Judy Dench's character in the Falcon, mm. and that he had something to do with like Falcon information or something he, like he that. He was Mister Millennium Falcon. He is Mister Millennium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I remember there was a lot of rumors. I think it was like 29, maybe the beginning of 2019 where there was like actually the rumors that he was actually cast and in the movie and he was just denying it. And then it came out that like, no, I'm like straight up being real with you. I'm not in the movie (laughs) and he's, he wasn't lying. Like he's not in the movie, but he was supposed to be in the movie at one point in this, in the pre-production stage. Um, which, you know, happens all the time. You, A lot of actors will, you know, they'll get calls from their agents like, we might have this role for you, we'll see. Yeah. And doesn't end up working out. But I think that if I had to cast Matt Smith in a role in Star Wars, I think some kind of Sith of any kind would be his kind of his kind of cup of tea. I would almost put him next to like General Hux. Mm. I'd give him like a, an, an imperial first order, you know, officer vibe. What, yeah. Whatever. Uh, what's his? I can't. I can't think of that. Richard. Richard Grant. Richard E. Yep. Grant. Richard, his Richard role. E. Grant. I'd put Matt Smith in that. That would be an interchangeable. Yeah. Role for I don't them. know. Um, I'm not a big Matt Smith guy. Like, it's not that I don't like his work. It's just that I don't really know his work. It's just enough. that I prefer David Tennant and. Uh, <laughs> I do like David Tennant just as an actor and a person, but, um, and there's just something about Matt Smith's face. I don't know what it is. Anyway, that's beside the point. I think yeah. that he, <laughs> Jackson's looking at me like, yeah, yeah I get it. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I think that I don't know if he, he's saying this role was like a really big deal and it would have like blown everybody's minds. 
Which is why I'm kind of going towards, mm, it was probably some kind of iteration of Palpatine. Yeah. And it was supposed to be like this big reveal of like, you know, this... Like, he's he's actually got the perfect clone ready. Yeah, or like Palpatine's son or something, and like the son plays a bigger bigger role, like Ray's dad or whatever. I don't know. Um, Ray's dad. But yeah, I think it would have been interesting to see him, but again, he never even got to the point where his part was locked in any script at all. So Yeah, yeah I agree. So that's that, and it would have been cool to see. It would have been cool to see him in the movie, but alas, we did not. I think stick it's to the time traveling stick Matt to Smith. The time traveling Matt even, Smith. But anyway, been the doctor since like I don't know when did he stop? Twenty sixteen, something like that. Anyway, anyway, we got some more news going. What is the next one? So it's coming up. It's this week. It's tomorrow. Not by the day time that we're recording this. We did this on Tuesday, but by the time you're listening to this, it's tomorrow. It'll be Disney Plus Day, November twelfth. This 12th. Friday. Uh, there's tons and tons and tons of things that we'll be getting that entire day overall. Um, but <laughs> all we, rumored. All rumored. No, nothing all, all, has been confirmed. There. Yeah, nothing's been confirmed, but we're expected to see. Um, a good amount of things so we've heard details on what we can expect to see and learn about uh upcoming star wars projects which does include our first look at footage from obi-wan kenobi show um and several other projects star wars Newsnet was told the first teaser trailer for the obi-wan kenobi series will debut in, on disney plus day the series wrapped filming a couple of months a couple of months ago um so having footage ready by this point um makes sense makes makes sense that they'll have it together and ready um, especially for the Star Wars project that is probably the, the most anticipated of all of the current projects being worked oh, on. Yeah, I would say so. Um, they were also told that we could expect a sizzle reel from Andor, which I'm kind of excited about, as well as behind-the-scenes reels for Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. I don't know about the Mandalorian. I would expect more Book of Boba Fett. Um, and we can also definitely expect some pretty big Star Wars announcements, including the possibility of a new animated series. Um, on top of that, we'll be seeing tons of new stuff from just the shows that they've been working on. A lot of Marvel projects that are coming out. There's there's yeah, a, a lot, lot of non-Star Wars Disney, stuff that's really cool Disney too. Plus day. Yeah. Um, but the Star Wars things, I think the biggest thing we'll get is an Obi Wan teaser. Um, I want to see stuff about Andor and Bad Batch. That's what I want. I think see we are going to get about. Bad Batch. I think we're getting Bad Batch season two at least like a little sizzle Snip reel. It. Yeah, something. Yeah. Um. um and I, I think we're going to get, if we, I'm not saying we will get Kenobi, a Kenobi teaser. I think it's, I think it's above an 80% chance that we're getting a Kenobi anything. Yeah. But if we do, I think it's going to be very, very bare bones. I think we'll get like a it's, couple shots of Ewan. It, yeah. They're, I bet you they're just going to be establishing shots just to show you what it'll look like. Yeah, I, I I would be surprised if there's even any dialogue in that teaser. I think I'd be surprised if there's any Vader. I would totally be okay. Yeah, if I don't it think was we'll just... see Hayden or Vader or anything, but I think we're gonna see like a few shots, maybe some like Vader breathing or something. Yeah, yeah. And we see a few shots of like Tatooine. We see like Mos Eisley. We see, you know, Obi Wan in like a little hut or something, and yeah. like we get a little close up, and it kind of ends on like a reveal shot of old Obi Wan. And it's kind of something as simple as that because, like, they really have not not had much time in that post house yet. Yeah, it's only been a couple of months. I know they're probably editing while they were shooting as well, but I I don't really think that they will have much to show trailer wise until the spring. I agree. 
Agreed. Well, uh, we'll also be getting the new uh, Boba Fett documentary, um, November That's 12th right. on Disney Plus right. Day, which uh, is supposed to be looking back at the years and ages of Boba Fett and his legacy as a whole, of his, him as a character. Um, a lot so, of... Uh, never before seen like empire strikes back behind the yeah, scenes stuff yeah, too. yeah yeah and it's it's all it's gonna be a big behind the scenes kind of stuff and kind yeah, of take, be cool. take take the story of what boba fett became as a culture icon rather than a character and yeah that story so we'll wise. have a lot, lot to talk about next week yeah for yeah, sure we'll have a lot to talk about so keep an eye out for that it'll be out uh this friday or november 12th almost in december What's next? Well, cool. Next up, this is pretty exciting. Star Wars Visions, The Village Bride, has been submitted for Academy Awards. And I know Jackson's very happy about this. Good this is his favorite, favorite Visions episode. But um, Cartoon Brew have kept have kept tabs on a list of animated shorts that are in the running for the nomination process for the Academy Awards. And fans of Star Wars animation were pleasantly surprised that the Vision short The Village Bride has been submitted for the nomination process. Naturally, there is no guarantee, obviously, that this, you know, this short will even be nominated or be in the running to be nominated. Um, But, you know, this is like the first time that an animated Star Wars project will be in this kind of lineup and, you know, be in, in the conversation and talks for the Academy Awards was super exciting. But um, my question for you is, do you think that will actually get the nomination or it's just like, it's cool that it was submitted? I hope it does get the nomination. I I think that would open. I think the, the argument more is if, streaming services should be allowed to have input on mm. on like the academy and just kind of awards in general which in my opinion i i think yes i think that it doesn't necessarily matter where where a movie is released as long as the movie is um i guess official in that sense um so this being you know put in changes that in no way so yeah i, I hope it totally does get nominated i i hope that um it is. I, I think it's funny that this was the one they chose because I guess I almost would have expected Ronan to be the one, but I'm like very glad this is the one that was chosen. This is a very pretty episode. <clears throat> I think that's what they wanted to showcase. Yeah, I think if any of them, I would have expected something like like the the duel, obviously, or you know something like a. Um, the elder or something yeah, like that yeah along those lines but i'm really glad the village bride is being recognized in that sense um would be super cool to see if if it does end up getting the buzz to, to get the nomination i'm not sure but it would be cool to see we'll keep an eye out for you we'll let you know when it happens we'll let you know what do we got next <laughs> so <clears throat> i would say this is uh our first of most of the recent things that have been announced and worked on and projects, um, the first kind of falter of it, uh, uh, Rogue Squadron, the uh, 2023 um, planned uh, X-Wing movie, uh, has been delayed um, indefinitely. Um, 
per the Hollywood Reporter, Patty Jenkins, the director, um, existing schedule of projects has been cited as the main reason for the production delay. Um, this likely indicates that Jenkins existing commitments to DC films and Warner Bros, uh, and the third Wonder Woman movie, which she will direct. She's working on it. Uh, and Amazon spinoff, which she will produce, um, are taking main priority over Rogue Squadron. <clears throat> and as such, the film will be further away as a result. Oddly enough, Lucasfilm reportedly has not vacated the December 22nd, 2023 release date as of yet, despite the production delay, leading some to speculate another project will take its place. Um, at Big Screen Leaks on Twitter also tweeted, now that it's delayed, it's good time to mention that the film wasn't just delayed because of Jenkins' schedule, but that the production of Rogue Squadron isn't going well behind the scenes. It was never going to be ready to shoot next year. Um, straight up, uh, whoever, I can't think of his name, but the guy who wrote it, I bet you he gave a, a dirt script. Mm. I just, I, the, his track record right now is not too hot and i bet you he offered a script and they were just like what we're gonna need some time to work on this yeah um, um so while this is disappointing i am never someone who fully shuns if a movie needs to step back and put some more time into what they want to make um i'm the same way with video games that's why red dead redemption 2 is one of the greatest games of all time but um yeah, I'm not surprised by this, you know, and I, I my piece about it is that <laughs> Patty Jenkins is kind of on a war path to prove that Wonder Woman 1984 is good um, and and think what you will about that movie. It did not receive well, ultimately. Um, so I think that her focus is going to be in this more. And it, it kind of sucks that it almost feels like Rogue Squadron was ne neglected. Um, well, you mean like you mean the guy who wrote monster trucks and dora and the lost, dora city, the of lost gold. city of gold i know and i'm like this is who we got like is that just because yeah. i think it's because he's friends with patty jenkins like he worked with her previously um so i i don't know i i, I have a feeling that it's it's i think that one patty jenkins was not expecting wonder woman 84 to perform like it did. Yes. I think she's expecting the same response she got out of the first Wonder Woman. Um, and I think another reason, I think that because of the response of Wonder Woman 84, I think she kind of wants to double down and be like, okay, obviously yeah. they don't like that. I can show them what a good Wonder Woman movie is. And she wants to f focus her energy on that so she can kind of get her... Yeah get her footing and be in the back in the good graces of the DC community because she already has her grasp on the DC community. <laughs> and I also think three, I think um, big screen leaks is probably correct in the script was not in a good spot. Um, and looking at the screenwriters track record. Yeah. Kind of all bombs. Um, I think that they, they, they were probably presented a script and they either had they had already had an original outline and what kind of went off that but the screenplay like the actual written version of it was just like what the heck is this yeah or they didn't have this outline and gave this guy like here's the premise go write something and then he came back and they're like, just like here. <laughs> woof yeah. yeah so um i think those are kind of the outcomes and you know if it was 
you know, if it was a script issue, I can see how that can delay production for like, you know, it could pre- delay production for a year max. So here's something I also wanted to talk about that. Um, I actually, it was kind of funny. I got a notification about this. Um, Star Wars posted an article about Ryan Johnson's trilogy, starwars.net. Um, just kind of out of the blue. Yeah. Talking about how he's coming back to Star Wars and uh, he's working on this new trilogy. But it didn't talk about release dates. It didn't talk about uh, all it talked about was that he's going to be exploring an area outside of the Skywalker saga that has never been explored in Star Wars lore before. Um, I think that's kind of been the whole thing. It's kind of been. Yeah, it's general news. I think it's interesting that it's like it's Star Wars net now kind of talking about. It. I think it's interesting that it popped up like I'm looking for that article. I I know it was on Star Wars Net, but Star Wars News Net? Maybe. Where was I where that I read that? I'm not seeing it. But I mean, right. yeah, well, you're not wrong and and it, you know, it's I remember we were talking about it back in February and it was reported that, you know, it's still in the works apparently. Yeah. Um still doing its thing. Um, so I I think that, you know, what if what if we're getting a Ryan Johnson High Republic trilogy question mark? I think he'll do something completely new. I don't think he, I don't think he'll touch he'll anything explore that's been a completely new mm-hmm. era and that kind yep. of thing. I think he's going to start I bet you he will start us off before the Old Republic. Mm. Give us a trilogy in, in in the before before times and then by that point High Republic can then kind of be finished and I think they can kind of fill in the old Republic with whatever they want to do with canon. I don't know. Um, Well, either way, kind of getting back on this Rogue Squadron thing, do you think, in your honest opinion, do you think it is genuinely because Patty Jenkins' schedule is just she, she signed on for this movie and she was like, Yep, my schedule is clear. And mm-hmm. then she came back like a year later. Oh, wait. No, 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 guys. I forgot. I double scheduled. Uh, oops. I don't oh. think it's that. But what do you think? Um, I think it's a bit of both. I, I could completely understand Patty Jenkins just kind of being like, oh, I'm, I've horribly under, overestimated um, the power of this. Uh, but I could also see it not being in the place that um, the filmmakers or Lucasfilm would want it to be in. Especially with it, you know, being about two years from release. And well, especially with it supposedly, well, it was supposed to be the first, like, the, the, the first theatrically released standalone film right. post, like, the Skywalker saga. Um, so, obviously, they got big shoes to fill. Yeah, and I, and I don't think that they. I bet you they they would want that to expand more on lore stuff, and I bet you they wrote some kind of story that doesn't necessarily like it's a story that almost would take place before Rise of Skywalker, and everyone's like, no, yeah. no, 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 you you you've got places to go. Um, yeah. So yeah, disappointing to hear, but you know if it means that it's going to be uh, in the workshops, so something awesome can come out, I'm all for it. Um, things happen, things move, things change. That at some point we'll get another theatrical Star Wars movie, whatever it may be. Well, bouncing off of our last story, 
kind of something that might be a little exciting has come out of this. This is a rumor. Take this with a grain of salt. These next two stories are actually more rumors than confirmed reported things. But there is a rumor that the High Republic era movie might be coming. And it might be coming sooner than we think. So obviously Star Wars Newsnet, their source big screen leaks again, has revealed that both live action Old Republic and High Republic projects are indeed in the release pipeline. And also the High Republic movie is supposedly the first one that will be released out of the two. Um, So it sounds like it's only a matter of time before we get one of them or the other. Obviously with Rogue Squadron being released, are they pulling those out of their back pocket and saying, all right, we're going to do these instead? Who knows? Um, and also a new report from Cinelinks added some key, t- key details to the story by expanding on a couple concepts. First, it said that Rogue Squadron remains a priority for the studio and they want to get it right. So it's being delayed indefinitely. That does not mean that it's getting canceled, obviously. Um, second, Lucasfilm apparently have a number of projects in development at any given time that we don't know about. And one of those projects is in a good state and um, and could possibly take their recently v- vacated Christmas 2023 release that what World Squadron held. And I'm really hoping it's either High Republic or Old Republic. Um, and then lastly, um, contracts and schedules for a movie that will begin f- filming as soon as spring 2022 of next year have apparently been settled and figured out even while the Rose Squadron delay was being considered. So this change of plans did not come out of nowhere. Obviously, they've been kind of, you know, formulating, calibrating, getting everything together to announce this big delay. And I think they kind of had something in their back pocket that they were working on that they hadn't announced yet. And who knows? I bet you we will get we will get some news about it on Friday. I'm going to go ahead and say that Taika's Taika Waititi Star Wars movie is going to be a High Republic movie. Hmm. That could be cool. That could be fun. It's very much in his wheelhouse. I have a feeling that there are obviously there are several projects that they're working on over at Lucasfilm that we haven't even heard about yet. No clue. They haven't let up. They haven't like let let anything out of the cage. Um, And I'm sure there's several several ones that are like in different stages of production. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess different different stages of development. So I think, you know, they, they say that there is, you know, contracts and schedules for a movie that will begin filming as soon as spring 2022. They got to announce that soon if they're going to, yeah. if they're planning to shoot in the spring. <laughs> they're just going to drop it. It's just going to come out. How cool would that be, though? If just, just like one, one day one you day, go to the theater and one day you wait, what is this just movie? like, hey, by the way, there's a new Star Wars out. No Let's trailer. See. No trailer. Yeah. Uh, I'd go. Um, but what do you what do you take from all this news? Do you think we're getting um, you know a higher public era movie in twenty twenty three possibly, or what no, do you think? No, I'll tell you straight up. I think they're going to finish whatever the book story is telling before we get a higher public movie. Mm, yeah, that'd be a good point. I, I think that's kind of uh, they're just about to. Although fit, it doesn't to have switch. to be the actual storyline of true. the higher yeah, it could be just take true. place in the higher public era um which, which that that would be cool i would be down for that but i think you get if some you're cameos gonna, from book characters that'd be if cool. you make a high republic book or movie um i would at least want uh the main crux of the high republic books done to kind of 
I guess, settle itself timeline wise. I don't know. I just feel like if the if the movies come out and it's this cool, awesome movie and then and then the huge event that happens happens in the book, I would almost want the movie to like happen after a big event from the books yeah. and that kind of almost like it's the it's what we can see of the aftermath of that to almost push people to see the book to go read the books you know i just want the hugo weaving load and great storm <sighs> burrito too, trail too of shadows soon. that's been real good too that's so good <laughs> um but yeah, I don't. There's there's not much we can really say except for speculation on this at this point. Um, but all I'm saying is it would be really really freaking cool to see a High Republic era movie. I agree. Um, as early as 2023, I don't know, but fingers crossed. And I, we'll just see what happens tomorrow slash Friday slash November 12th. We'll see what we get. I was so, like, I was like, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Wednesday. And yeah, well, no. Oh, wait. We'll, oh, wait. <laughs> to, pe- to the people's ears, this is Thursday. Um, but let's get to this last to news story we have days. for today. So finally, what we've got today, um, Chloe Zhao, who just uh, directed um, Marvel The Eternals, which comes out this Friday. No, it um, already came out. Did it come out? No. Came out oh. last Friday. Came out last Friday. I already saw it. Is it good? Yeah, pretty good. I liked oh, it. That's cool. That's cool. Anyway, did you, see the, did you see the new Spider-Man poster? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We're getting um, off track here. Here we go. Chloe's out to direct Kevin Feige's Star Wars project. Uh, a new story from Big Screen Leaks posted on his site. Uh, One Take News indicates that Chloe Zhao is Kevin Feige's choice to direct his Star Wars project, which he will be overseeing. This is not the first time the two will be collaborating as she is the director of the latest Marvel project, Eternals. Yep, we just talked. Just said, uh, Chloe Zhao has been dropping hints that she, uh, she'd be directing a Star Wars movie in the near future. We kind of talked about that a little while ago. She gave a comment about it um but when asked about the possibility of directing she said hmm i have to tread very carefully with what i say here yes let's just say it's a world i have so much reverence for because it was such an important part of my life end quote um she has also indicated in a large number of other interviews she is a massive fan of the franchise furthermore she is an academy award-winning director whose film nomadland also won best picture of the year last year for 2020 which that's a very good movie haven't um, seen it yet. Neither it's on it. Hulu. If you if you yeah, are check interested it out. in it, um, uh, yeah, I, I think this is funny that Kevin Feige's like he she's my choice, and I was like, oh yeah, did she just make a space movie? Is that a <laughs> is that why it's space wizards out doing stuff with magic and all that? Oh, I I couldn't couldn't imagine why anybody else. Um, no, I think that'll be really cool. I think she'd make a really good like Jedi movie. She would make a good old Republic movie. Yeah, I was I was just about to say that because. I think, in my opinion, kind of getting off track a little bit here, but for Eternals, I think that it is extremely underrated. I don't, I quite literally do not understand why it's at 46% at Rotten Tomatoes right now, but the audience score is 80%. I think people want Marvel to be going in this downhill statement because they did Endgame. Like, where do you go after that? But Marvel can obviously make a movie. So I think that even though they're still going up, the reviews are going to end up being mixed about it. It's just strange because all the critics are saying, no, 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 this is bad. And the audience is like, what do you mean? This is freaking awesome. Yeah. And I'm one of the people who is like, what do you mean? This is freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, And I would love to see. I mean, I could even tell 
watching the movie, like her style of direction would fit in very well with Star Wars. Um, And just the way she just the way she uses the camera is super. It would it would work really well in a Star Wars environment and just her taste for like production design and costume and all that kind of stuff. Like, give me give me like eternal style over public. Oof, man, give me that. But um, yeah, I think she's a, an amazing choice to direct a Star Wars project, especially Kevin Feige's Star Wars project. Like, obviously, yeah. she has a working relationship with Kevin Feige. Um, you know, they've already, you know, pumped out one movie together. Time to pump out another, boys. Ew. <laughs> Wow! What do you mean? That's, what that we call note. That's how they say it in the biz, right? They pump no, it out. I don't know you which pump biz. out the movies. <laughs> we're pump out we're, movies to pump out too. We're over here pumping out movies over here, and uh, you know. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to pump one out for us, and uh... <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to pump one out for Jackson and Braden. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll check next week. We're going to start um, the next episode. Make before sure we get you guys out of here, um, do you have any closing thoughts on the whole Chloe Zhao thing? Any, any no, thoughts? I, I think the, uh, the, the, the best kind of area for her to be making movies for, uh, would be the older public era. Um, but obviously she can do whatever she wants. Dude, she can I'm pump not Chloe movies Zhao. anytime she wants, dude. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning into this very news-heavy episode of Through Imperialized, talking about Star Wars. Um, if you'd like to find us on the social medias, you can always check us out on Instagram at Through Imperialized Pod, Twitter at Imperialized Pod, and YouTube always at. We're not at on YouTube. It's just through Imperialized Podcast on YouTube. But Jackson, at, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Quaxon Scaling. That's Q-U-A-C-K-S-O-N and then Scaling like the triangle. Uh, and then you can follow my photography Instagram, which is um, at Daylene underscore photography, D-A-L-E-E-N underscore photography. Brayden, what about you? What are your socials? Dude, why can't it be Quaxon Isosceles? Because... My name As always, sounds you can like find Scalene. me on Twitter at Braydathalon and on Instagram at Brayden Ledbetter. And if you want to check out my letterbox, see it I'm watching, see it I'm reviewing, you can always check me out at B Ledbetter. Jackson Dequilateral, is it? <laughs> and as always, if you'd like to see what I'm doing in the video world, you can check out some of my work sometimes on YouTube at VAT19. Um, and as always, do not be shy. Don't. Don't do it. Um, you can check out our Apple podcast and please leave that rating and review. It really helps out the show and it lets us know that you like what we're doing and that we should continue what we're doing. Um, if you don't have Apple podcast, you can always check out us out on Spotify, subscribe and um, whatever else you got, just subscribe, rate, review, whatever you can do. It always, always helps. Um, and, you know, uh, pump out one for us. <laughs> Just pump, just pump one out for Stop. us until next week. <laughs> you got um, it out. You pumped it out. Dude, we're going to keep pumping. <laughs> but uh, we will see you next week to hopefully talk about all that Disney Plus Day goodness that we'll be getting and hopefully some more crazy announcements and we'll have another fun news week next week. But until then, of course, may the force be with you.